0: Frank Turner is one of my favorite live performers of all time. He has an energy that is contagious, and when he performs, you can't help but sing along, even if you don't know the words. He's also an acclaimed songwriter, and has made a name for himself over the last two decades, releasing albums and touring the world. He's buddies with John Snodgrass, and the two of them recently released a follow-up to their 2010 album Buddies, called Buddies 2. In a world of craziness, this album is an oasis. It's funny, it sounds amazing, and it has a casual vibe that pulls you in makes you laugh, and leaves you feeling better about the world. At least, that was my experience with it. I had a chance to chat with Frank about the recording of this album and releasing it in the middle of the pandemic. We also talked about his long friendship with John and some collaborations that may be coming up in the future. I hope you dig it. You and John Snodgrass have made two Buddies albums over the last 10 years, and um, I I talked with him about the albums. Um, I'd like to hear um, how you guys got together and how you guys um, got to know each other over the years.
1: Um, Well, it it all goes back to a tour that um, the the great uh, uh, Chuck Reagan uh, organized many years ago called the Revival Tour. Um, and he did it for a few years. And, and I have to say, it's a shame that he stopped doing it. And, and maybe once we emerge from 2020, it might come back again. Because Divide was wonderful because it was it was about kind of eliminating ego. You just had a lot of musicians up there sort of taking in the turns to play songs. And, and it was a very sort of egalitarian and very musical atmosphere, which I loved. Um, and in 2009, I did the uh, revival tour in the States. And John Snodgrass was one of the other on the tour for some of it and you know i I was sort of aware of who he was from drag the river and armchair Marsh and stuff like that but we met for the first time then and became friends um and we got on really well um and uh the, the whole buddies project came from one show on that tour where we played in little rock arkansas and we had um Let me politically say a a not brilliant turnout, (laughs) Um, you know, it was like a 300 capacity room with about 10 people in it. So what we ended up doing was getting some chairs out and just setting up on the floor. We didn't bother with the PA and just all the musicians sat and all the audience members sat in a big circle passing a bottle of whiskey and playing songs. And it was just a beautiful evening and actually one of the best shows of the tour. Um, uh, in terms of the vibe and that kind of thing and uh, a few days later John and I wrote a song about that show called Big Rock in Little Rock and we wrote the song in about 10 to 15 minutes Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a lot of fun and it planted the seed of the idea of John and I writing songs together very quickly
0: That's great Serendipity. I love that kind of stuff. Well, this album, mm. the, both these albums, are, have a, a very unique uh, kind of feel to them, and and it, I think it comes from that collaborative uh, thing that's going on. Have, have you done any projects
1: uh, that are similar to this? Not really. I mean, it's funny. I haven't done that much co-writing in my life. Not because I have any philosophical um, bent against it. It's just that I've I, I've just for such a long time, I've kind of operated as a, as a solo artist, as a writer, you know. Um, and and I, I tend to be quite sort of um, forthright in my creativity um, that I, de- I tend to just sort of show up whenever I have a studio session with a set of songs ready to go and then it goes on. And, you know, John asked, or, or not even John asked, John and I had the idea together and it was so much fun. And, and I would do more if it was to come up. But certainly in my creative universe, this collaboration with John is pretty unique. Yeah. That's cool. Well, it,
0: there's a, 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 a and without trying to sound dismissive in any way, there's there's kind of a silliness to the record that I I love. Oh yeah, and I, I think it's fantastic. Um, and uh, I I just a, appreciate your willingness to put yourself out there like
1: that. Yeah, I mean, John John is um and again, I'm without wanting to sound in any way dismissive of the man because I love him to pieces, he's one of life's true eccentrics. Um, and and I mean that as a compliment. And he's a very very funny guy as well. Um, and in his own material, he writes some pretty funny, um, short, fun little songs. And, uh, you know, there are times when I often think of my own output that it could do with a little bit more levity. Uh, and it's nice to uh, to work with John with somebody who brings that so naturally to the table. So, and, and then, of course, the other thing is that if you're trying to write 10 songs in one day, um, you're probably not going to write 10 emotionally gut-wrenching charged tunes you know what i mean there's going right. to be some fun involved in there as well particularly if when we did the first buddy's record we were drinking quite a lot as we were writing so in my opinion um the uh, um the quality of the songs tends to taper off a little towards the end of that one <laughs> because uh, because um, the mood was starting to dip. Uh, this, I mean, I, I love that first Buddies record. I'm really proud of it. It's got a special place in my heart. I have to say that um, uh, I feel like this Buddies 2 is a much better album. <laughs> um, I think John agrees with that.
0: Yeah, it, it sounds fantastic. I, I talked to him about where it was recorded because I was under the impression it was uh, like a pandemic uh, kind of uh, recording, and I was surprised at how how
1: good it sounded.
0: Um, and, oh, thank you. And, well, uh,
1: I'll take that as a special compliment because it was a, it's kind of my first outing as a mixer and engineer. Um, you know, we wrote the songs in a day, and then I set about kind of fleshing them out and and putting together the arrangements. And I, I, basically, my lockdown project has been learning the tools of the trade to be a mixing engineer and a producer and a a recording engineer so um we were fortunate enough to get our buddy stefan edgerton from descendants um wanted to play drums on the album uh we in fact wrote a song called stefan plays the drums um you know he was up for it and um you know he he works in the blasting room so i had some very well played very well recorded drum parts to work with but you know i laid down everything else and then mixed it myself and I'm, i'm glad that it came out sounding good that was the intention
0: Super punchy. It reminded me of uh, '90s, uh, early 2000s punk rock, the Bad Religion, you know, that Southern California kind of sound.
1: Well, you've just nailed my taste in music
0: right there. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. How did you guys go about uh, working out the songs? I know you wrote them pretty quickly, but what was the What was that process like?
1: Well, I mean, I guess like. <laughs> It's a little bit of an overstatement to use the word rules and what I'm saying, but I'm going to use it anyway. The kind of the rules of the game, as it were, is that we're supposed to write everything in one day. We're not supposed to come to the table with the half-finished songs or whatever, and it is in one day. And that's mostly true. I mean, you know, there's always kind of some little bits of something that you were toying with that you might throw into the discussion. But both last time and this time, the two kind of one-day writing sessions that we've done together, in both instances, like at the start of the day, you know, kind of going into it, I remember thinking to myself, how are we going to do this? Like, I have literally no idea how on earth we're going to write 10 songs in one day, given that in my own world, I tend to write songs quite slowly, you know, or at least, you know, I labor over them for some time. And, and, you know, you, you start the day thinking to yourself, this is impossible. We're idiots. Why have we chosen to do this? (laughs) Um, and then of course, um, you know, this time around, like, you know, we sat down and, and, uh, I'm pretty sure Stefan Plays the Drums was the first song that we did because John started the call by saying that he'd spoken to Stefan and he, if, if we wanted him to, he would be up for playing some drums on a song. And and that's kind of how it works. It's just kind of spitballing at each other until something sinks in as an idea for a tune Um, and then you know it was like oh well let's write a song about Stefan playing the drums Um, and then before you know it we had a song called Stefan Plays Drum so you know and most of the time if something hooks in enough then you tend to follow it and tend to end up with a finished song there were a few kind of dead ends in there there were some bits where we'd start talking about something for a while and after 20 minutes you're like this isn't really going anywhere Um, and we had breaks from from the FaceTime call or whatever to have food um, or indeed to kind of stop and like do a quick kind of voice note demo of what we've just cooked up and send it over to the other person and check that we were on the same page about what we'd just been talking about and so on. But it was, it, it was, um, and both last time and this time around, I, I was, I was, my initial, um, fear and skepticism was pleasantly, uh, defeated, should we say, you know, it went very easily. That's awesome.
0: So the the videos that you guys have released have also have this kind of socially distanced feel, like a, a Zoom sort of a uh, sort of a look to it. Um, how did you guys go about putting a, the, the the
1: music videos together? Well, I mean, you know, obviously out of necessity, they they were filmed independently in the sense that um, you know John is uh, on the other side of the Atlantic and and we're not allowed out of our houses or across into airports or all of that kind of thing. Um the first one, you know, it was it seemed pretty obvious, which stood as a Zoom call and and the song uh Bad Times Good Vibes has the most guest players on it, namely two, which was Stefan and our friend Todd Bean, who was on the revival tour with us as well. Um who is uh usually plays for um Chuck Reagan and for Lucero and for Glossary. And he's a fantastic pedal steel player. So you know, we just threw together a, a kind of the four of us videoed ourselves playing the song like on our phones and then and sent it to a friend of mine who stitched it together as a video. Um, The second one, kind of similar vibe, I sort of had this image in my head. It was quite funny, actually, for the the video for the sleeves, I had this image in my head of an 80s music video, which I was reasonably sure was a Tears for Fears video. Um, And I was explaining this at length to John and and indeed to my friend Evan, who's the guy who edits my videos. And, um, you know, and it's going to look like that. It's going to have that aesthetic and it's going to be great. And then everybody went and checked and the video that I was thinking... Of is nothing at all like what I thought it was. I have misremembered it somehow, but <laughs> we went with the aesthetic I had in my mind anyway. Uh, sometimes it works out better
0: like that. That's mm. awesome, man. So, um, so you mentioned uh, earlier about um, uh, mixing and, and producing. Have you, are you are you kind of um, moving into that 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 field? Are, you, are do you have any projects where um, you're going to be producing um, anytime soon?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, it is a field I'm moving into, partly because it's something—it's a creative challenge for me, and I love um, one of my favorite parts of making records for myself is the kind of arrangement and recording process, um, and I love the idea of sitting in that seat for other artists. Um, I've done one record that I've done is out already. My friend Jay, who goes by Beans on Toast as a musician, and we go way back and he's done many records, but he in fact, not knowing that I was working on this kind of stuff during lockdown, called me up and said, hey, do you want to do you want to produce my next record? So so he came around to my house and tracked his vocals and guitar for all the songs to a click track, and then I arranged the entire rest of the record, which moves from country to funk to punk rock to many other different styles, and, and then mixed it and mastered it and put it out. So, um, yeah, Bings on Toast, Knee Deep in Nostalgia there's one to check out. And then I also, this year, I've mixed a record for a punk band called uh, Pet Needs, and the first track from that came out a couple of days ago. Um, and the rest of the record will be dropping next year. And again, I mean, it's, 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 I love doing it. It's kind of funny. I want, I was about to say, like, I'm really proud of it which feels like a weird thing to say in the sense that i didn't write or record the music for that name so it's entirely them but like i'm i'm proud to be associated with the project and it helped kind of shape it a little bit um and i've got a few other things in the pipeline and and uh you know i mean partly it's out of necessity in the sense that i cannot tour right now and i need something to both occupy my time and to pay the bills uh but it is you know i find it uh, to be an excellent creative challenge as well fantastic
0: I'm looking forward to uh, hearing those. I, I didn't realize that you would uh, produce that, um, uh, that, that album. I'm going to check those out for sure. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. So um, uh, one, little, um, one little idea I had after talking with John, I'm just throwing this out there to put it out in the world, um, but uh, we, we talked about um, but Buddies 3, Buddies at Sea, and uh, I told him that... Um, <laughs> You guys should get uh, Chuck Reagan. Uh, to, you could get Chuck Reagan's boat and go out somewhere in the Pacific and, and record that
1: one. Do the the buddies at. 3C2. I think that's a great idea. The, the other idea that's been floating around is I've done the Flogging Molly cruise a few times. Oh, Obviously, yeah. it got cancelled this year, which is a great shame. But um, I, hopefully, that will get up and running again some point in the future. And um, yeah, at the very least, we should perform it on the Flogging Molly cruise. I mean, whether or not we're actually going to successfully record it in that atmosphere, given my experience of what that cruise is actually like. Um, namely utterly divorced um (laughs) i don't know but yeah i mean i I think the idea of some water-based recording sounds pretty good (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome.
0: All right, man. Well, that's uh, that's all the questions I had for you. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts or uh, anything else you wanted to say?
1: No, man. It's lovely to chat to you. I mean, it's a, here's, a, here's a quick story for you. So um, obviously, like everybody else, I've been attempting to finish Netflix during the lockdown because what the hell else do you do with your time um, with my wife? And we were watching um, some kind of gritty crime drama. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't The Wire, but it was something along those lines. And it was set in an American city in kind of the rough end of town. You know, I want to say like the South side of Chicago or something like that. And mm-hmm. and the, the scene opened with a, with a shot of in the street in, in a rundown part of America. And my wife and I both completely spontaneously were like, Oh God, I miss America. And, uh, one of the, uh, Sadnesses of this year is not being able to travel and tour like I usually do and particularly the states So I'm hoping to be back over with you guys as soon as that is possible to do again I couldn't tell you when that's going to be but I miss touring in the states an awful lot
0: Well, a big thank you to Frank Turner for taking the time out of his day to chat with me about that album Make sure to go check it out. It's called buddies 2 with Frank Turner and John Snodgrass. It's awesome And uh, I know you'll love it